We've come to the place where we joke about the idea of the devil. But that is Satan's lie to distract us from the reality of who he is. Hey, what's going on? It's like it flowed through me. I don't remember painting this. This is mommy and daddy's house. They're dead. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I need to come home now. We are his pawns. We are his demons on earth. He uses us to carry out his unspeakable deeds. We satiate his hunger. Your latest work is wonderfully disturbing. Oh my God. I didn't mean to do this. To sacrifice. He will slither into your soul. in a Halloween store. He's not what you see in the movies. He is an active, violent, personal reality. happens huh fellas yep this is it have you ever listened to it all the time oh okay and yet he hasn't wanted to punch one of us (laughs) good lord no i'm not all the way caught up yet but (laughs) pretty close let's see the last one i listened to was um, i don't know because i hadn't seen the movie it was uh it had to have been like two episodes ago you guys remember what you were talking about? Yeah, street trash. Street trash. Okay. I was. As I remember seeing the uh, <clears throat> the logo, the mm-hmm. chewing the scenery logo with mm-hmm. the colorful vomit. Is that what it was? Was it vomit? <laughs> the guy melting. Yeah. There'll probably be. Uh, Never seen it. Never seen it. Really want to see it now. <laughs> we will probably refer to entrails of a beautiful woman in this yeah, episode because he always does. I, I, <laughs> I have not do. seen that either. You've not seen that. I did oh, see the one with the uh, flying head, though, that you liked so much. The um, Japanese, was it Japanese? Korean? Uh, ghost House? Oh, or ghost House? House. 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 Mm. That was it. Japanese. Yeah. What a great movie. That you seen that one? Great. Yeah. I think I have to buy that oh, one on um, Blu-ray. 
Yeah, yeah, Criterion Broadway. Yeah. Um, they're doing Jabberwocky in September. Ooh, nice. Yeah. I've never seen that one. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. That's Terry Gilliam's first yeah. movie. Yeah, I never saw it. Never got a chance to see it. It's off Time Bandits and right. everything else. Brazil. Brazil, yeah. That's yeah, great. But never Jabberwocky. Is that too loud? It doesn't matter. You hear, <laughs> Don't worry about it. You hear helicopters <laughs> you know, you know, and everything high else. High quality. <laughs> it's a miracle he cuts out the bits where he goes out to inject the cat. He should leave that in. <laughs> the bits when he goes out to inject the cat. Mm. Put in a sound of... Wow! <laughs> That did it. You could swing the podcast in an entirely different direction. <laughs> I'll uh, Saturday morning horror movies. Yeah. Cat screaming in the background. <laughs> Hashtag cat drugs. Yeah, we could do an episode about our favorite cat on a catapult scenes from horror movies. <laughs> yeah. They're always throwing some cat at somebody. <laughs> God, I missed something good, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The booze is flowing. It was great. Well, it is for me anyway. Great stories going on. Well, well I hate to ruin it. But hey, listeners, welcome to another exciting episode of Chewing the Scenery Horror Movie Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Richard. I'm here with Will. Hello. And Jolian. Hello. And a special guest, Brian. Hi. Thanks for having me on. Welcome to the show. So we I all... had a guest for a while. <laughs> they keep turning us down. Well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to get uh, Stephen Graham Jones back. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. he's. What movie is he hosting? At <laughs> Alamo? I can't remember. Oh. oh uh, what is that movie called? Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Is it a werewolf movie? No. Um, is it at the new Alamo? It was that comedy uh, comic book movie that came out. Um, Iron Man. No, and this is like 99. It had Ben Stiller in it. Mystery Men. Mystery Men. Oh, wow. So he's yeah. going to be hosting that he's one? He's going to be hosting that, and they're going to have a whole lot of things going on. Oh, man. What, what Do you know when that is? Uh, I want to say the 12th of September. Oh, we'll look into it. That sounds like the weekend of that month. Yeah. Well, thank you to the Moonrays for giving us that song, Intro Creature Features. We feature that at the top of every show. You can find them on Amazon or iTunes if you want to buy their music digitally. And you can say hi to them on Facebook where they are the moon dash rays. So that's it for housekeeping. Oh, wait, no, we're going to spoil the movie and we're not critics. So there, you're warned. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to um, we're going to talk about the devil's candy after we talk about what we've watched since last time. Or in your case, Brian, what have you watched lately? Let's start with you. What do you watched? Um, let's see. I think probably... The only thing I can really think of off the top of my head, aside from Devil's Candy, was uh, Room 104, uh-huh. which is a series running on HBO. And it's very similar to um, Twilight Zone, I think, or maybe maybe Black Mirror. Closer to Black Mirror? Yeah, a little closer to Black Mirror. Um, but not Night Gallery. <clears throat> no, not Night Gallery, no. It's not, Damn it, I no. love Night Gallery. And I would say Twilight Zone is maybe being a little too kind, but uh, okay. it was pretty good. It's not bad. It's worth giving a look. It's in their episodic... Uh, or not episodic, they're uh, various stories. But each uh, one's its own self-contained? Yep. Okay. Yep. Totally worth a watch. Um, 
let's see what else. There was a Brit there's a British series called Number Nine, I think, where every story's got to do with that address or that. Mm. And then, but they're all different. They're all right. Related. Room uh, Room One Hundred Four is so the, the same, same thing. Sort of it's the it, it is the same room for each story. Oh, okay. we probably stole it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, most likely. We're like, yeah. oh, well, you know, they won't understand. We'll, we'll so American this up a little bit. We'll, yeah, we'll murk it <laughs> Take up. out some of them pretty words. You know, the Japanese had everything right except for the language on that one, so we're just going to redo that. <laughs> we're going to call it the ring. <laughs> ring goo. There's no goo on it, so <laughs> it's the ring, you know. It's the same thing. It's like broad church, things like that. You yeah. know, it's like... People can't oh, hear Hinterland. I started Hinterland. I got through about because two of, episodes of that. Because of Caitlin and Will. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. Because, I love the procedural crime dramas. Oh, I've been through Broadchurch and uh, Hinterland yeah. just keeps getting better and yep. better. Yep. I finished that up last night. Well, pardon my or not murder. Last night, night before. <laughs> yeah. Pardon my murder. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like it a lot. It keeps building, yeah. Anything else uh, lately? Um, not really. Just you, Devil's Candy that I can think of off the top of my head. Twin Peaks, Rick and Morty. Well, that? yeah, the the standard Rick and Morty, Twin Peaks, um, Sandwich, mm, Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all caught up on all the good stuff. Yep, Game of Thrones. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on in Twin Peaks. I'm I'm at a loss at this point. <laughs> I have. I don't know. It's me. I. I I used to think I was a smart person, but apparently I'm not because I have no idea what's going on. It's too clever for me. They're hiding David Lynch in the uh, in the in between bits where uh, Laura's mom is watching lions eat a water buffalo. Apparently, if you speed it up six times, you can hear his song uh, from his 2013 album. So, wow! Yeah, there's that. I don't know what that means in, in the grand scheme of things, but apparently, it's key. it's it's some is that crazy That's, clown time. Yeah. It's some meaningful shit to David. <laughs> that or just a shameless plug for his band that he figured somebody would find. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, anyway, that's about it, really. What's that band called? Terminator Shoe Humor? <laughs> Terminator Shoe Humor. I have no idea what they're called. The uh, David Lynch's band? The I, Lynch Mob? I, I would no? have to look it up. Not really? <laughs> it should be called The Lynch Mob. That would be great. But really, I think that was probably already taken. Yeah. 2013. So, um, Jolien, what have you watched? Uh, a load. <laughs> Lay it on us, I'll man. I'll keep it down to you the short list, right? Because I only got the one thing. Most of the stuff I watched was crime movies, especially black action movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I got to see a Pam Grier I hadn't seen before, which is always good. Which one? Uh, uh, Bucktown, USA. I don't think I've heard of that one. Mm -mm. No. Um, Surprise. <laughs> she doesn't get to actually kick butt in that one. Um but uh, I'm, she looks fantastic. Um, and it's, it's a pretty good story. Like this, this guy, uh, uh, he, uh, he, he comes to this little town in Missouri and uh, it's been run by the, uh, the police department. They're running all the rackets. They're Wait, all, that's all... fiction, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> fantasy. And uh, uh, so they... Um, uh, yeah, so they, they cross him and he calls in his buddies from uh, up north and they come down and they uh, basically kill off most of the uh, police department. <laughs> then they see what a sweet deal it is to run all the rackets and they take over, so he has to fight them too. So, But, but he gets to hook up with Pam Greer, so. So it's like it follows, like uh, they just pass it along. Like as soon as you <laughs> extinguish it, it's going to get passed along like a, like a uh, disease. 
Yeah. There's not much left to pass on, though, by the end of it, because uh, by the end of it, he's stolen a, an armoured car and, and like, driven it through walls and stuff like that. So, oh. um, Wow. It's <laughs> good, good fun. Sounds, like, action-packed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are um, the stunts believable? Yeah, it's good fighting stuff. They're all... You know, you can recognise a lot of faces in there. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I forget all the cast names now, but um, I had it written down somewhere. Anyway, uh, yeah, it was good fun. Um, so I saw a bunch of those. Um, I also saw Slaughter. That's another one with Jim Brown in it. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's his first solo move where he goes down to South America and basically wipes out a whole cartel. And yeah. Did, did all of our talk did. about Scream Blackula Scream get you inspired? Is that what happened? No, I just like watching them and then and they, they happened to turn up, so you know, I hadn't seen those before. So Great. Uh, all right. You um, forgot to say Denver resident Pam Greer. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know that. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, we got, uh, now we've got uh, Gordon Gano from Violent Femmes. Apparently Fred Schneider's hiding out sometimes. Yep. Maybe not the whole year. It's but... as big as a whale. <laughs> well, um, Scott Derrickson's from here. Oh, and Jerkface he, lives near here. Yeah, he moved here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Scott Derrickson, he directed Sinister and Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. And uh, so I watched another film of his, uh, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Did you see that one? I haven't seen that From one. From 2005. I have not. I saw it when it came out, I think. So it's pretty much okay. gone. You've erased it. Yeah. Yeah, so this is the one where uh, Satan likes to make people look like they're fans of Norwegian death metal. And, mm-hmm. Oh, nice. And... Uh, he knocks over jars and does his face in clouds and and makes oh, makes women do extreme yoga and things like that. Generally inconveniences everybody. Yeah. Um, so this is basically set up as a, like a courtroom drama where it's based on an actual trial which took place in. Uh, in Germany. Yeah. Not exactly in Germany, somewhere in the south. But um, yeah, this girl was killed after exorcisms and uh, in back in seventy five in Bavaria. That's it. 1675? No, 1975. Wow. And... uh, The good 70s. Yes. When they had dental care. So, yeah, so this is one of three films based in that case. But uh, this one is weighted in favour of the supernatural explanation. So you've got this this lawyer is brought in to... um, Played by Laura Linney. She's brought in to defend the, the priest who's uh, charged with uh, negligent homicide. And um, and then uh, it shows his retelling of what happened. So it shows Emily Rose, who's played by Jennifer Carpenter, who's really awesome. She's really got a, this amazingly malleable face and contorts her body and stuff. And oh, wow. Apparently they didn't do special effects on all the contortion she did. So she is a contortionist or learned to be one? Yeah, they, way. they made her be one. Um, <laughs> it's a but, different kind of casting couch yeah, situation. So, uh, yeah, it's a good, good cast. It's kind of a, it's, it's interesting to, to follow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I saw that one. Um, I saw Purge Election Year, which is another flight of fancy, fantasy. Oh, nothing man. to do with reality. No. <laughs> uh, I, this is by far and away my favorite for, from this series. Have you seen any really? of the Purge? Yeah, I have. I'm. I'm to date up to the newest one okay I haven't seen that. yeah this is what this one's the most like escape from new york okay it's, was, was there aggression from many sides many sides mm-hmm. oh yeah everyone's to blame okay, okay. um good to know because i don't want to watch something where it's a lopsided so like the, the first two i kind of it kind of 
I was distanced from it because I just didn't buy the premise. Mm-hmm. Um, but the third one is like showing how it's gone terribly wrong and <laughs> and the government is like using it and to kill off unwanted people and stuff like that. Uh, it, you know, it's... it's uh, so four years, five years before we're... <laughs> right. <laughs> when the next one's going to be a prequel. Right. Purge the Island, where they're showing how it came to be. So we'll see mm. how on the nose that will be. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, uh, yeah, that, that was fun. It's got uh, Frank Grillo is back as Leo Barnes, and he's protecting this senator uh, who's the target of the forces of the opposition the perjurers yeah um yeah so it's pretty spectacular stuff it's got some great images in it especially all this stuff you kind of see going on in the streets and right so this sounds like a recommend yeah yeah i've i've been unclear as to whether to seek that one out or not yeah i, I wasn't keen on the first one yeah i thought it was okay but i really wasn't impressed there yeah. were there were some holes in it now is it a recommend because of um in the same way that uh Final Destination would be a recommend because you get to see each person that was on whatever bus or plane or whatever die in their particular <laughs> manner because they've outfoxed death in the it, like in the same fashion. You're only watching it just because you want to see what the next crazy murder is going to be. What Rube Goldbergian yeah. way they yeah. can kill someone? Right. The marble starts here and then an axe goes through your head there. It strikes a match. Well, actually, the, have you seen the fifth one of those? That, no, the fifth I'm one not, of those is really good. I, I have heard it's pretty good. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. But I've heard that too. Off, into it, you know. yeah. um, and and this one, I think the budget was up to what they wanted to do mm-hmm. for the first time. So it, it's really got more of the spectacle to it. Um, have, have you watched any of that series? No, I'm not. Yeah. It, it's it's one of those things where you know what's going to happen to everybody, but you're going because you want to see the ridiculous ways that they die. Sort of yeah. like a yeah. Saw movie. <laughs> it's like, like some sort of a Saw movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see. All right. Uh, here's, here's, a, here's one for you. I've been went, wanting to see this for a while, and this is a disappointment called Immoral Tales. <laughs> Have you heard of that one? No. So this is this was put together by his Polish director, so I'm going to mess up his name terribly. So Sorry, Andy. Uh, Valerian Brauczyk. Brauczyk? Mm, sure, why not? Uh, um, so uh, he, he'd he made a few films, and he'd made a whole bunch of short films since the 50s, and he was like high repute critically but not making any money Mm -hmm. and then so this is the early 70s and then all there's the uh like porn movies were becoming kind of mainstream and making tons of money like they were the number one film in the country yeah in spite of all the oil and hair (laughs) they were still (laughs) making money greasy bohunks everywhere well, you would have been a greasy bohunk back then, so uh, perhaps, yeah, it, it'd all look perfectly normal. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, so he does this movie, and there's, there's also those movies like Canterbury Tales, the Pasolini movies. They kind of they there's lots of explicit sort of sexual things going on. So he just went for it with this one. So it's like this. Uh, so he put together these four stories, and uh, so it was released as Immoral Tales in the UK. And uh, one of the stories was um, based on the legend of the Beast of Gavodan. It's one of the famous werewolf stories. Yeah, no, I don't think I know that. Uh, you know, Brotherhood of the Wolf. That's another movie mm-hmm. based on that. Yeah, yeah. So that was one of the shorts. Uh, and it's called. So it got released, caused a lot of scandal, and um, then the um, uh, and then he decided to expand that story into a full-length movie, which became The Beast. Oh, okay. 
anyway, Immoral Tales. Um, first story is uh, about this this 20-year-old who takes his 16-year-old cousin out to a beach, which he knows is... And he's got the time... The tide timetable. Mm-hmm. So he works out uh, when he can get her cornered against the rocks and make her do what he wants and time it so that he climaxes when the tide reaches oh, him. Oh, wow. That's it. That's, that's elaborate. That's pretty immoral. That's, that's based yeah. on this 50s surrealist story. And then the second one is about this devout girl who's locked in a room with a bunch of cucumbers and and ancient, <laughs> like, erotic texts. And it scares the hell out of her cat. Uh, <laughs> then the third story is about Elizabeth Bathory. Uh-huh. You know her? The, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and played by Paloma Picasso. Oh, really? So she gets a whole bunch of uh, girls into a castle and they have this big naked orgy and then... Um, and then... the and then the guy comes in with a sword, and then the next thing you see is her in a bath of blood. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then, then it gets a little weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the fourth story is Le- about Lucretia Borgia having sex with the Pope Alexander, mm. who is also her dad. Oh, wow. And another guy. And then the baby she has is then christened, and that's the end of that story. So, yeah, he wasn't he wasn't trying to be low profile these stories no <laughs> but not, not rocking any boats at all yeah man. so uh but they're kind of like well, what's what's the point here you know it's just just like arty soft porn you know you're saying it's yeah. not immoral enough yeah <laughs> um you wanted to express passion or something mm-hmm. i don't know uh and the next disappointment after that was called xx or double x have you heard of that one i don't know uh, so. is it the one but, with the motorcycles no this came out this year oh um so this is like five films all by women directors okay uh hence the xx okay oh the chromosome oh yes. i see what they did there so yeah. the linking bit is this uh, like stop frame kind of jan style animation of this doll house with these doll heads that appear in it and it eats insects and then it uh, I, I won't spoil it but that, that's that's pretty cool nice kind of animation mm-hmm. i think i vaguely heard of it but i you know i didn't yeah. know what it was what it was about but yeah doll heads that that is yeah that, always creepy yeah yeah yep. never gets old blinky eyes with their glass dead eyes and yeah soulless and do you like the brothers key and the or quay or quay yeah yeah do you watch those animations they, they like kind of Did use that. all these you know things you'd find in your grandmother's videos. attic yeah, yeah. doll oh, heads and vi- okay, shiny yeah. eyes mm-hmm. and stuff yeah, yeah. yeah. so they, they actually did the tool but animation uh-huh. yeah um so yeah, yeah that's that's pretty cool but the the main stories i was so disappointed i really wanted this to be good but it was like what <laughs> <laughs> kind of um so real head scratcher yeah so the first story is uh, called the box and that's from uh, yavanka vukovic and uh, this um there's this family and they're uh the the mother's taking the kids into the into new york i think for uh just before christmas so they've got a bunch of stuff and they're on their way home and there's this like uh guy sitting next to them and he's got this big red wrapped up box and the and the boy's saying what's in it what's in it and uh and uh <laughs> and they're being all polite and the, the mother's saying oh i'm sorry he's bothering you and he says oh that's fine that's fine and then and eventually the boy says like uh, can i see what's in there and the, and the fellow says uh, yeah that's probably fine it opens up the box of crack the boy looks into it and then, uh, and then the guy gets off the train at the next stop, 
and then the boy stops eating. Hmm. And uh, they they give him all his favorite foods and stuff, and the 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 father's getting really frustrated, and uh, and the mother's kind of really holding off on it. She's really kind of curiously distant, and uh, he he just the, the boy just gets thinner and thinner, and then the uh, and then they the the boy whispers to the his sister, and then she stops eating as well. Oh no! And then the uh, and then they tell the same thing to the dad, and. and uh, so it's it's all a mystery. That's a pretty good one. There's this like um, uh, the mother has this dream where she's been eaten by the rest of the family, which is really gory, but it's kind of jarring. Didn't feel like it was part of the rest of the thing. Uh, so that's 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 pretty, you know, horrific. But um, then the next story is directed by Annie Clark. It's called The Birthday Party. Uh, she's the uh, she's known as St Vincent. When she's singing, oh yeah, okay. playing the guitar. Uh, yeah, I really like St. Vincent. And uh, this is this is kind of a farce where um, this woman who's going to have a birthday party for her, her daughter uh, finds out that her husband's dead, and so she's trying to hide the body as people turn up for the party. And wow, stuff like that. Um, and then the the next one is uh, Don't Fall, which is pretty a straightforward. People stray onto uh, forbidden land to do some camping, and they find some ancient petroglyphs. And then uh, one of them gets turned into a monster and kills off the others. And uh, hmm. it's pretty straightforward horror. You know, it's all right, but it's like uh, this is no different from how a man would do it. Right. Um, you you got the exact same shots of like a POV of a woman being terrorized and killed off. Right. Boilerplate horror story. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the uh, the fourth one is uh, her only living son, which is by uh, Karen Kusama. She's done a couple of things. She did the invitation. Mm-hmm. I've seen that one. Um, yeah. So all right then. Uh, this is about his mother and her son, who's a bit peculiar. Okay. The son was born in 1968. All right. All right. Whoever gets this right gets a copy of Female Convict Scorpion, Jailhouse 41. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so the kid is now uh, 18 years old. He was born okay. in 1968. Okay. She has a peculiar love for him, even though he's exhibiting tendencies like claws hmm let's see this is rosemary's baby yeah oh shit you win <laughs> ding 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 yeah it's kind I of the thing um, of like 1968 well excellent thank you um wasn't rosemary's baby set in 64 was it it was set in a different year than it was made oh uh, oh god i don't remember it was some weird shit like that oh, it's been so that long extra points i'll have to find something else for <laughs> yeah <me. laughs> Hey, I got that Dracula um, with the Philip Glass soundtrack, so <laughs> I feel like go. I'm a winner already. But anyway, I, overall, it was like uh, the stories I didn't. I mean, some of them they just didn't feel like horror. Um, and the birthday party wasn't a horror story, and that they were, I didn't find any of them scary or that different to. Uh, I mean, they, they all feature female characters, but hmm. you know, I, I didn't feel like it was. Mm, you know, I wanted something better from this. Yeah. Something more, you know, different. Um, all right. 
Here's one I wasn't disappointed by because I had zero expectations. From 1986, Solar Babies. Solar Babies. I started that one. You started it? That's on Shudder. Yeah, I started that one. like the name. It looked really awesome, and then I got sleepy. Directed by Alan Johnson. So this is like a a terrible post-apocalyptic dystopia where people rollerblade. Okay. Uh, And the landscape's adjusted accordingly, so it's all smooth ramps (laughs) through the desert. Oh, sure. Um, So it's got Jamie Gertz and Jason Patrick, who would in Lost Boys the next year. Yes. They would, uh, Richard they Jordan is the main bad guy. Sarah Douglas from Superman 2. Um, yeah. Tokyo Drift. Yeah. So you know where you're getting going into that. <laughs> All right. Um, I saw uh, Free Fire, which is by Ben Wheatley. Do you know him? Ben Wheatley. He did a field in England. Summer, yeah. Summer Wheatley's yeah. older brother. Uh, field in England and High Rise. They're like really trippy yeah, okay. movies. And this one gets quite weird it has a free fire uh, it's got Killian Murphy and Brie Larson Arnie Hammer um, so this is a bunch of people turn up at this abandoned factory and uh, the some of them are gun runners some of them are brokers some of them are you know terrorists um, so they're all various like colourful scum and uh, there it, were probably some fine people yeah, yeah. So, so amongst you, the scum, all sides. You get into like there's like joking and squabbling for about half an hour. The rest of the movie, things go south, and it's the gunfight. Oh. So the rest of the movie <laughs> is the gunfight. So um, all hour. Yeah. So there's like there's pauses for yelling at each other and reloading and, and like re uh, throwing empty guns at each other. Finding out. Yeah. Yeah. There's that. Uh, finding out secrets of various characters, you know, new alliances forming and stuff, and, and a new twist being thrown in. So it's interesting. But you see a lot of injured people crawling along <laughs> the floor <laughs> in this movie. Um, yeah, I, I quite enjoy it. Um, uh, okay. Human Centipede. You finally oh, watched Human Centipede? Yeah, I've seen that. That's, yeah. Okay, so, I've avoided this, so tell yeah, me what yeah. you thought. Yeah, I avoided it too. And? The first one... It's uh, it, I'm it's, the last to fall. It's all right. It's like um, uh, it's uh, so this is from Tom Six. Um, so it's kind of an old-fashioned setup. You've got this like this is American couple who are touring around in Germany. Car breaks down one stormy night. There's a house out in the forest with a mad scientist. Up to that point, it's pretty traditional. <laughs> We've all seen Rocky Horror. Yeah, know what yeah. happens next? <laughs> Not exactly. Yeah, because yeah, then you see what's on the slab. Um, right. Yeah, so you, you know what the premise of this movie is, and and basically, you, you, it's you know, it, it just takes that premise and follows it logically, and it's done pretty coldly mm-hmm. and mercilessly. Uh, so you know what it is; it's pretty well done. Um, all right. Second one I've not seen. Third one, I I mm. kind of watched them, I, but I just gave up, and it was just terrible. Was Does awful. it just get cash grabbier yeah. and cash the, grabbier? The moral of the story is always be the first guy in the centipede. You don't <laughs> right. want to be anyone else no. in that chain. <laughs> nope, it's, it, it's not good. Nope, nope. Have you? I've not seen you, it. You're familiar with the premise, I've though. Heard, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, the the third one he ends up because um, because like the the sequels. The guys in it have watched the film of the previous one. Okay. 
so the the series is a centipede itself yeah but the third one is the guy who's running a and he's played they're played by the same scientists from the first two but they watch the previous movie and uh, so they decide to turn the their they're like they control this prison out in the desert they decide to turn the entire prison population into a centipede oh okay to what end you want to be the first guy in the centipede. <laughs> right. So to what like, end? The front end uh, yeah. is the answer to that question. No, what's the fucking point? Well, he, he, he says it's going to uh, save a lot of money because you only have to feed him once. Oh, Jesus. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's it? And they can't run away. How much do you spend on uh, sutures and surgery and Can't do the time. Don't do the crime, Richard. I guess. Wow, it's a good argument for just staying so, the hell out but of jail. It is just, that was just appallingly done. It's just badly made. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, so I saw that. So that, that was a good one to end on, huh? Yeah. How about you? Uh, I watched more Hinterland, finished that up. Uh, and then I watched half of uh, Decline and Fall, which is a Evelyn Waugh book. Uh who did it i think amazon did a three part movie series whatever you want to call it it's pretty funny and that's it that was easy wow <laughs> you know i actually did watch the handmaiden's tale from front to end and that was pretty good that okay. was better than the original oh the right. original i thought was pretty drab and this this mm. series really will pull you into it okay i, I awesome. dug it a lot i've been wondering about that yeah yeah, that was a good one. I watched the movie, but yeah, yeah, as yeah, you say, yeah. the series is pretty good. Drag. Hmm. Well, as for me, um, you know that thing where sometimes your face is pointed at something and you don't like moving your face around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I watched uh, most of Rob Zombie's Halloween. <laughs> again. Again. I, I I've seen it probably three or four times, and I watched it again for the most part. I think I jumped in probably twenty minutes in and just went ahead and watched it. I think I started about when. Um, when the young Michael Myers is in the insane asylum. And that means you miss the first part with the horrible family, the horrible mom's boyfriend and Michael killing the bully and all that cool stuff that really feels like the seventies. And, uh, and so I, I, you know, watched it, uh, while I was working on my Dracula model, Broadway's Dracula <laughs> jazz hands. Um, I watched a Bronx tale, which I haven't watched. In oh, probably. Yeah. Probably six or eight years. Um, Chaz Palminteri is is the, oh, yeah. is the gangster, and uh, Robert, Robert De Niro has got the young son who admires the gangster and grows he, up. He directed in it. Too. He directed. He wrote it and directed it, I believe. And it is a um, a stage play. Did all the set designs, the costumes. <laughs> he sewed the costumes himself. That's why they're all misshapen. He had a holster for his hot glue gun. <laughs> yeah, he can't sew, but he figured, you know. I'm not going to pay someone else to do it. Um, apparently, Chaz Palminteri is doing this as a Broadway play. I don't know if it's a musical or not, but the, the missus is in New York this week, uh, and well, this weekend, and uh, she's going to be seeing that. Now, it is a spoiler if this show is live, which it isn't, because um, our friend Diane, who's helping out at the show, doesn't know she's going to see a Broadway show and doesn't know it's a Bronx Tale. So uh, hope the ladies enjoyed it. By the time this plays, yeah. it'll be past tense. Um, but the movie itself is is beautifully shot. Mm -hmm. My favorite scene in the movie, and, and like every time someone goes over and locks a door, I always say, 
Now you can't leave. <laughs> and it's my favorite scene when these uh, bikers come in to bust up this bar and be a bunch of jerks. Mm. And they tried to chase him off, but they wouldn't listen. And Chaz goes over, whatever's the gangster's name, Sonny, I think his mm-hmm. name is. Sonny goes over and locks the door. And I asked you to leave, and you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Now you just can't leave. And then all the all the rough goombas come out of the back room with clubs and beat the snot out of the gangsters, out of the uh, bikers. And there's this great undercranking and weird stuff that Scorsese does. And it's just beautiful, this whole fight scene where they just pummel these guys and then knock their bikes over. And it's it's so fun to watch. But uh, everything's beautiful. Like, the set design is perfect. Like, all the vehicles are perfect. All the clothing, what you'd expect from the late 50s or early 60s through the late 60s where it all kind of takes place. It's about, a, I guess it's about a 10-year span. It looks great. It, it's well acted, and I'm, I'm very... Very impressed with how well it's done, but hey, that's Scorsese for you. Yeah, and that's that was a good film. It, yeah, it was really fun to watch again. And um, what else, other than some Rick and Morty, was uh, <laughs> <Always> <laughs> I love this cartoon. It's so bizarre. Yeah, it's bizarre. Um, the Night Manager, which um, is that a? Uh, I think that was on Amazon. It's either on. It sounds Am- familiar. It was either on Amazon or Netflix. I can't tell. I you. think I got through about three episodes of that. And really? I, yeah, I really wanted to finish it. I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it was oh, okay. fantastic. You just, I just didn't get through the rest. Yeah, yet. I just didn't make it through. Yeah, it's great. It's got uh, Tom Hiddleston, Hugh mm-hmm. Laurie. It's great. It's about this um, this night manager of a Cairo hotel who uh, is a former military guy. And I don't know if it tells you that. I don't think it tells you that early on. But he's definitely some kind of well-trained dude that is just happy to be in the service industry and getting paid well to be the night manager of a, of a posh hotel. And uh, he unexpectedly comes across some information about somebody who's a um, weapons dealer, gun runner, kind of a, like a high-end dude in this field. Like he's selling some pretty serious weapons to some pretty bad people. And that's Hugh Laurie's character. Um, He knows that all this is going down. He's been uh, sort of burdened with this information and he's supposed to sort of put it away in case something happens to this uh, woman who's a guest. And something, he does put it in the hands of some people who can do something important with this information. But this woman gets uh, beaten and then later beaten and killed. And that's the only spoiler I'm going to give you. But that's pretty much very early in the, in the first episode. It's a six-part thing. And um, I think he sort of gets this idea that he wants to uh, right what's been wrong. And um, he unexpectedly uh, runs across the actual guy who's the head of this whole thing. A few years later when he's working in a different hotel in a different part of the world and uh, ingratiates himself into the, this guy's kind of uh, world of being rich pasho uh, arms dealer people and uh, makes it look as though he saved the sun and uh, ends up getting uh, recruited in part of the inner circle of this whole operation because he wants to take it down from the inside he goes with it and that's that's basically the thrust of the series. So all of this happens like in the first episode or two. I think it's the first two episodes. And then the rest is how it all plays out. And it's fascinating. It's mm. really fun. Um, it's well shot, well acted, once again. Tom Hiddleston's a pretty good actor. He really is. You yeah. go on record as saying that if uh, if our current James Bond has yeah. to uh, has to bone out, I would say Tom, Tom Hiddleston Definitely. is probably a, a good choice for a replacement. I said the same thing out loud while yeah. watching this. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, 
And by the way, Daniel Craig, I did watch part of uh, Tomb Raider, uh, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, whatever that. Croft. Croft. Yeah. Or yeah, Arts I, yeah. and Croft. Arts, arts, and, and, arts and Crofts. <laughs> um, Tomb Raider. I watched Tomb Raider. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's uh, not a tomb. <laughs> so, uh, Daniel Craig is in that. He's like some low level, not very buff yet, uh, bad guy. Well, apparently he's got at least one more James Bond in him. Yes, but, uh, I saw that little headline. But if he has to go, I'd say Tom Hiddleston's a yeah. good choice. Bring him on. Yeah. Or uh, Idris Elba. Yeah. Yeah. Bring him Why on. not? They talked about it. I don't mm. know if that was just talk or if that was mm. a serious consideration, but mm. Idris or Idris, however you say it. But um, Idris. Lufa. Yeah, Lufa. he'd be good. It's pronounced Lufa. Yeah. Like the sponge. It's spelled Luther, but it's pronounced Lufa. Lufa. Hey, that's y'all's fault, Julia. I'm just saying. Y'all. We, we mispronounce everything else. Y'all. <laughs> anyway, um, that's can what I, I Can watched. I just uh, recommend this book I read Please. last week? Uh, it's called Recreational Terror, Women mm. and the Pleasures of Horror Film Viewing by Isabel Cristina Pinedo. Um, so it's basically... Uh, she's a scholar who who is uh, she's also a feminist who's and she loves horror movies and she's wondering how she could reconcile horror movies with her other beliefs and um, she's also yeah she's a Latina lesbian feminist so you you just get that perspective (laughs) I think uh, a strong female lead is the answer to that like a Ripley is is an answer to that yeah but but she yeah, and she she just like Ripley, but she she goes into all the like the final girl mm. things and the um, you know she is, is broken up into several parts, but like her featured movies are like uh, Texas Chainsaw, Night of the Living Dead, Stepfather. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it's pretty clearly written, and uh, um, you know she knows her stuff and loves it, and got lots of interesting things to say. So I recommend that. That's awesome. Anyone want to borrow it? Yeah, I'll take a look. I was going to say, I, I've got a book to read before I get to that. But oh, <laughs> I've got more than one. <laughs> you work at a bookstore part-time. Yeah. <laughs> so you're All surrounded, literally. Books. Yep. So um, something else uh, probably worth mentioning before we start talking about The Devil's Candy is that uh, we were kind of joking about um, the the lisp of of. Sp- of uh, Spanish, Spanish versus um, <laughs> Barcelona. Yeah, we were we were joking about Barcelona, and we were poking fun at Nazis. And literally, like between the time we recorded and when the episode dropped, some awful things happened. And we were certainly not joking about those things because we recorded literally days before any mm-hmm. of those events happened. Once again, we've killed <laughs> just like Lemmy. <laughs> Every time we, we talked st- about Lemmy and then he died. <laughs> right. Hadn't mentioned him in years. Hadn't we're, even thought of him. We're sitting there smugly eating our nachos and talking about Hey, what about Bill Paxton? Holy he shit. Died. Yeah. We need to quit talking about celebrities mm. other than Donald Trump. <laughs> oh man. Best. Just resign. Either enlist or resign. There you go. That's my advice to you, sir. So, The Devil's Candy. This was uh, available on Netflix. And we all watched it at one point in time or another. Yeah. Well, actually, you saw it in the theater, didn't you, Will? I didn't watch it in the theater, yeah. Did it do that weird flickering thing at the bottom of the screen in the theater when it, when it started? Do you remember any weird... 
like you weren't sure if the picture was okay. I don't remember that. It does it on Netflix, but I don't, I don't think it's a fault. I think it's. I don't remember that. It's either how the film if they shot on film. I don't know. I assume these days everything's yeah. shot digitally, but um, there's a weird flicker at the bottom of the screen, and it happened both times I watched it, but, yeah. but I saw it twice. Um, it uh, it was really I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. Did you yep. go back and see it a second time? No, I didn't going get a to, chance. I remember. But uh, yeah, Jillian, what did you think? I thought it was okay. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, it was a tight, what, 80 minutes, 79 or 80 minutes, I believe? Yeah, this is one that I thought could be longer. <laughs> for once. Can we for add 20 once, minutes I in I think here? we could add 20 minutes to a movie for once. I think the moral of the story is we're never happy. <laughs> no. <laughs> but no. Uh, I've yet to see a perfect movie. Except maybe Chinatown. Well, there you go, man. Yeah, Chinatown's pretty close. Yeah. Godfather yeah. 2. Oh, Godfather man. Godfather 2, yeah. I will watch Godfather 2 anytime. Yeah. Is there a perfect horror movie out there? The Big Lebowski is probably a perfect movie. Yeah, Shaun of the Maybe Dead, not. if you count it as a horror movie, mm. like like when we had Zach on the show and we talked about um, how it's symmetrical, like yeah. I think he said that mm. it is a perfectly symmetrical movie because right. each piece of dialogue gets used in a very innocuous way, and in, used again later. Used again later in a very perilous situation, and uh, sometimes it's meaningless. And other times it's meaningful. I thought it was really cool. Um, Jolien, perfect horror movie for you before we perfect talk about Devil's Game? Perfect horror movie? Uh, I love The Haunting. And oh, that's a good one. I Dawn of the Dead is my favorite horror movie. I don't know if you call that perfect. Uh, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't care. Perfect it's for just, me. You know, uh, I've, ne- like, I've never read a perfect book. Right. Oh, in perfect yeah. movie, I'd say Seven Samurai. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty yeah. close. Yeah. Yeah, I would say for for me, Trial um, of the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> no, not quite. The Samurai Magnificent Seven. <laughs> the Magnificent Samurai. <laughs> um, I'll watch Halloween. Uh, John Carpenter's John Carpenter's Halloween. John um, Carpenter's John Carpenter's Halloween. Legend of Curly's Cool. <laughs> I will watch that anytime. Um, God, other than that, what is perfect? I love watching The Shining. Yeah, not a perfect movie by any stretch, but but it's perfectly fun to watch and really creepy. Yeah, or boring depending on who you ask. But the Devil's Candy, I think what's nice about it is they jump right in to let you know what's going on. They don't let you know how serious it is at first. They let you know it's sad and weird and definitely not good. What's happening to this guy uh, Ray? I think the character's name is yeah Ray. Um, it's it kind of I won't call it a cold open, but it opens on him hearing voices in his sleep, and he has to get up and play just one chord on the guitar over and yeah. over. Uh, so you know, well, this this guy's not right. You know this out of the gate. You don't know how bad it is. And maybe he's going to be the benevolent boob that goes in and and like saves the day mm-hmm. just you know by accident. No, he's going to hit people in the head with a rock, cut them up. Things like that. Put them in a suitcase. Yeah. Bury them in the desert. I feel like there's something with the rock too. If you're killing them with a rock, you really, you really want to kill them. You don't. You're not going out of your way to get a gun or a knife, or you're just picking up whatever the nearest thing is. It has to be done now. I'm getting it over with, and I'm moving on. Yeah. And and that's something that I would say, uh, in horror movies, sometimes 
a really serious weapon like that's meant for killing is a lot less scary than right. something like a right. rock. Just picking up a random rock off the ground and braining someone is pretty yeah. scary. There's rocks everywhere. Yeah. You can you can make every weapon there is illegal. There's always going to be rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you cut everyone's hands off. Then they'll do something with their stumps. I mean, people are just going to do awful things to other people. So if this was in England, it would be pea gravel? Yeah, there would be handfuls of pea gravel. It is hard to bludgeon someone. Not that I'm just saying from a friend that I know. Trying to pea gravel someone to death, that is a lot of work. Unless you put all of it in your sock. Yeah. 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 All right. And then beat them with that. That sounds like you've done it before. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know. Maybe. Yeah. I was young. We were experimenting. Sack of pennies. (laughs) So, um... Yeah, but this uh, this movie for me was really fun because my note here that I that I made it a point to write down was uh, I would personally watch a whole comedy or drama about this family. They were just fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked yeah. them. They were just a bunch of misfits of different sorts that were all relatable. Happy. Yeah, happy, relatable. They were all good together, and uh, I think that's by design. Oh, I'm sure, but yeah, if it was just something about them. You know, losing their house and having right. to, you know, live in a tent for a month while they sorted things out, and then uh, they found a horse. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You could pretty much make up anything, and I'd watch them do it. But oh, okay. They felt like a kind of '90s family to me, though. The, the, the this fantasy of where uh, uh, the the parents regard the children as friends; they want to be yeah. buddies. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And they actually call each other friends at some mm-hmm. point, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think dad, they do. The dad asks her for forgiveness and says, "Be my friend." Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. That's it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that it, it's fantasy because you know if you don't if you don't resent to some extent and rebel against your parents, then you're just not a normal kid. <laughs> you should have some secrets from yeah, them. And... That's when you become the devil's candy. <laughs> Could they not have worked the title into the dialogue? Come on, devil's tater chips. <laughs> yeah. But I enjoyed the family. I did, even though, yeah, they they weren't realistic. Um, yeah, well, they're all good. Uh, the cast is great. Yeah, it was well cast. I mean, if you yeah. had, if you've seen Cheap Thrills, uh, Ethan Embry is great in that. He looks totally different because he doesn't have the the jeezy hair, but uh, um, that was a good one that he was in. But uh, and Sneaky Pete. And he was he was real pete in sneaky pete right. oh was he yeah that's where the, the cellmate from. yeah yeah if he looked vaguely familiar but you couldn't yeah, figure that's out what why. i said too i couldn't recognize him with the long hair and the yeah yeah they, they did go for kind of a very christ like a very anglo christ like yeah, look with the guy of, i think there was a lot of religious iconography in there there's a lot of yeah serious referencing devils looking for candy yeah <laughs> so julian uh so you you liked it well enough but uh not 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 in your top ten suddenly. No, uh, I found found some of it a bit on the nose, like his T-shirt, like find what you love and let it kill you. Right. <laughs> What's really... We're really spelling it out just, here, aren't we? Just walking you down that path. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a, there was a couple of things in it. It, was like, it just just felt like uh, it was just too constructed. Didn't it kind right. of took me out of it. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, and I'm not, I hope I'm not spoiling it for you. <laughs> no, 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 no. I had problems with I did, it. It's been like a while it. since I watched it, and yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, other than feeling that it was a little short, I would agree that, yeah, some of it was a little too on the nose. I felt that uh, there was no real buildup. It just kind of started and went, and um, 
Yeah, they did just know, jump I, in. I kind of liked that the the devil was around every corner, mm-hmm. sort of thought, uh, mm-hmm. and that the the devil was behind all this evil stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I would I would say the same thing. That some of it was a little too on the nose. Like his he couldn't get to the the car to start and go pick up his kid and whatnot. That's uh, the devil inconveniencing you. Yeah. <laughs> So the what, devil's inconvenience. Yeah. What was the uh, oh, stuck candy in the exhaust pipe? There you right. go. Yeah. They could have, they could the have used that. They were they that could. far from saying the name, yeah. <laughs> saying the title in the movie. Now, was the F. Murray Abraham character the gallery owner? Was he Satan? Oh, it just had that pointy beard. <laughs> Speaking of being Come on the nose, is he just <laughs> is he a distraction that's thrown in there, or is he the devil incarnate? I have to ask, what do you think? Uh, do you remember this? Yeah, I, I, I didn't know if he was the devil or just a minion of the devil. Well, he owned Belial Gallery. Uh-huh. Yeah. He showed up. He did throw off the timing of everything. And he had a... So mag- I feel like Red Jumpsuit Guy was the uh, the minion. He was the lower demon for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. He was the, the, the guy that get his hands dirty. Yeah, the, the demon was working through him anyway. But the he devil was... did take the time to go and show up. Yeah, and and make sure that the guy missed his picking up his daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he handled it firsthand. Right, he, right. He did the groundwork. Sometimes you yeah. want something done right. Yeah, you got to go in there and do it yourself. Right. Yeah. So um, whether or not that was a distraction, whether that was Satan or not, didn't matter to me. Um, everything still happened inconveniently and with the, the best worst timing you could ask for to make everything culminate to play out like the painting showed um so i liked that well enough but yeah some of it was on the nose um i wouldn't call it a perfect movie but it was good that it got right to the action pretty quickly and it didn't mess around making you wonder what these characters are going to get up to and watch them walk away and forget about them and come back scenes later it's like oh those cops have to watch the house and they're foolishly standing between the two vehicles. Right. Yeah. You know what happens to cops who watch the house in every horror movie. Right. You should know better. It should be part of your police training. <laughs> um, Brian, you're, you're um, well-trained in firearms. Uh, how did you like uh, Ray's handling of the pistol? <laughs> uh, well, it's safe to say that he hasn't gone to any classes. I mean, he was pretty much pointing the dangerous end towards his face while he was trying to figure out what it was but then he finally pointed the shooty end away from yeah, him yeah just kind of like yeah. spray and pray as he, as he try and shoot anything that moves and then he finally got one yeah in our uh hero yeah i guess we call him our our jesus our, our jesus for this movie right yeah uh, who was being tempted by the voices yeah yeah the mm-hmm. gregorian chant that's going on in the background throughout the movie and yeah uh, so so uh but to back up a little bit so we we find out that ray has some major problems and they tell us later in the movie that this isn't anything new it started when he was 12 well his first incident that he got nailed for well and we start the movie with him playing a power chord clearly at 2 (laughs) a.m pointing at the cross over his bed and it's just one power chord over and over again as loud as he can so i mean that was a great opening I don't know what the hell's going on. I, mm-hmm. this, this is great. Right. This is fantastic. What's happening? This guy's like a middle-aged dude playing a power chord. <laughs> he might and, stumble in to save you know, the day. Right? <laughs> He's got that one chord down. He right, knows yeah. it. Right. Yeah, the trailer for this is 
was amazing. That's what made me want to go see it. And I'll say it had a strong, a strong ending. It had, you know, they throw in some Metallica there at the end. Yeah. It makes a strong opening, too. If you look at Zombieland in the beginning, you've got that same song playing. Is it? Yeah. And it's slow motion zombie. Yeah, for Whom the Bell Tolls. Mm -hmm. And it's the same song with slow motion zombies chasing out the the uh, normies, yeah, as I like to call them. Yes. Um, did you appreciate, any of you, that... Uh, that you know Zoe is a misfit and she's going to her first day at the new school because they've moved into this house so she's got a new school. Did you appreciate that we didn't hear the specifics of what wasn't awesome about her <laughs> new school and her ex yeah. first experiences or that they showed us, I don't know that they showed us any other kids other than kind of background. Yeah, you just see them going by. In the yeah. yeah. Yeah, we didn't have to go through her first day in yeah. class. That's probably the 20 minutes we didn't get. Yeah. That'll be on the extended cut. Director's version. We'll find get, out why it was a terrible day. You get the idea it's like a, it's not a big town. The other kids look fairly kind of average suburbanites. Right. And, and she turns up in a, is it a Slayer t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Blue hair. Yep. Yeah, so she's either going to find really good friends straight off or have a really miserable time. Yeah. The uh, the dad's parting words were, uh, don't let that education get in the way you're learning, or something along those <laughs> yeah. lines. Yeah. I always like that kind of advice. <laughs> yeah, there was um, something interesting that, did we ever find out what the mom's job was? She worked at a bank or mm, an office of some sort? I don't know if we ever got that. I don't remember getting that. But uh, the fact that Jesse, the dad, um, his job is to make paintings. Yeah. There's not a lot of those jobs right. out there, you know. What are you talking about? I see it on that House Hunters show all the time. You got a gerbil trainer and a colored pencil sharpener, and their budget is three million for the house that they're about to buy. They're doing something right, you know. Yeah. I feel like we've all really dropped the ball somewhere with our artwork. Colored pencil sharpener. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, someone's got not do mine. That. Not mine. That's taken from somewhere. It's, oh. that's, that's off the. That's not mine. But hey, those pencils aren't going to sharpen themselves. Right? Yeah. Right. Well, I've got a friend who does real estate, and I've got an order in with her. You know, if anything comes in the market where a house where something terrible happened, and so the Take house it. is going really cheap, let me know. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I told Richard. There's not. It's not going to stop me if it's a beautiful farmhouse. That no. I don't. Geez. Oh, six people were murdered here. That's terrible. Yeah. All right. How much did you say it was? I you mean, know, price should if be it's lower. real, that was history. If it's supernatural, I don't believe in it. No. I'll, I'll take it. There you go. Yeah, I have a friend in Cleveland who's buying a house that is evidently some infamous for Cleveland murder happened there. Yeah. And he was getting it super cheap. So he was better. asking people charge online, for tours, like, you know? like, should I buy this place? Yeah. Even yeah. though a gruesome murder happened here? And they wrote on the wall, we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Which was yeah. coincidentally the same thing the voices were whispering. So, yeah. <laughs> How much did you say this place was? It sounds, mm. still sounds pretty good. Yeah. It, but if you set that story like in San Francisco or Seattle, it'd be like, they're selling it so cheap. It's only mm -hmm. $3 million. <laughs> oh, it wouldn't even be on the market for 10 minutes and somebody would snatch it up. Right. <laughs> I don't get yep, don't is care. the gruesome thing still happening? Still fresh? <laughs> right. Are the bodies still in the basement? That's, <laughs> uh, we can move those. That'll, is the gruesome murder fine. in progress? Yeah. Because you know, we'll wait till it's over and then we'll buy <laughs> the all place. This police tape around this this uh, place. These doors are. Hey, that's why God made scissors. Okay, come on, let's get going. <laughs> this body chalk up off the floor. What takes you know, CLP? Yeah. 
So um, we actually get to see Ray kind of going about doing what Ray does, sort of uninterrupted, watching kids in the park. Um, basically, it takes him blaring his guitar at like three in the morning before anyone even shows up to interrupt what he does. Yeah. How does he have a driver's license? Does he have a driver's license? I, I don't think it matters to Ray. I don't it's think Texas. This is a man that murdered somebody with a rock. So he probably, I'm guessing his papers aren't up to date. Maybe not. It I could be mom and dad's old car. Right can't now. drive. I don't have a license. Right. Murdered someone, but I don't want to break the law. Do you have a murdering license? Just wondering. <laughs> but yeah, we get to see him kind of going about his day. Um, stalking and and uh, eventually killing those kids. That, that, was, that was pretty horrifying. I don't really want to watch animals or children get killed in movies. Nope. Open season on adults. Especially. But if it's animals killing children, I will watch it twice. <laughs> well, yeah. It's, it's like riding a bike and smoking yeah. a cigarette. They cancel each other out. It's okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't really even mind children. It's just the animals. I mean, the, the children, were they probably had it coming. They're just going to grow up to be assholes yeah, anyway. Yeah. I mean, so, look you know who's what? raising them. Just kill them now. You know. <laughs> oh, let's see. Um, what did you think of, uh, do any of you play instruments at all? No. I'm musically inept. Yeah, triangle. Oh, triangle. <laughs> no yeah. big deal. Well, I have a cowbell over there. <laughs> it's actually got Christopher Walken's likeness on it. But, um, yeah. You get <laughs> but, the signature to go with that. Yeah, but aside from that, no, I don't play at all. But I think a pretty solid choice in guitar. If you're going to be the fat guy in a tracksuit. But, I mean, way, way hipper than that. Like, he's, he's batting way above his league you know what i mean yeah i would say he's a, he's a middle-aged dude with a flying v and a marshall amp and he's got that cranked up all the way and he knows a g chord right you know yeah. you i know, feel like maybe he overbought he should have started a little lower like the like the uh the, the sears sunburst fake gibson yeah the, yeah the practice amp yeah so, but i mean we find out of course that's the devil's candy is the the marshall amp and the flying v. it's all a part of the devil's candy <laughs> It's the devil's candy. <laughs> they should really have worked it into the dialogue. They were close. They came close. Yeah. Um, they they let you see Jesse kind of losing it and doing weird paintings and then altering his big painting that was the expensive commission. Um, he sort of is having the close encounters uh, drive to do this mm. thing. You know, yeah. Like, building the devil's tower out of everything including your mashed potatoes this means something it means something yeah it's that whole drive and i thought well this could get really cornball but uh he just sort of gets obsessed with the one big painting and keeps introducing these images into it but what's more important is that he's he's saying that these children are inside me and i need to let them out or whatever it is he says and it's like okay well that works, you know. I, I feel like he's he's being driven by something, and we're not clear whether he's just being possessed by the evil or if something else is working through him. And, and I like that they kind of let you see at the end that um, oh, it all turned out all right, except for you know, unless you're a kid in a suitcase, or Ray, or Ray. Or <laughs> well, and you really don't want to be caught with that painting with no. a bunch of kids missing. It's gonna in make suitcases, and they all happen to look like the painting. So it's gonna you... make you look bad. Yeah, I mean, you know. Guy in the tracksuit might, might be a little bit on the ball. He might know something, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, you can't really question him because he's, you know, he's he's well done at this point. But uh, did you like the fire effects? 
uh, the CG fire at the end, yeah. where it's just like staying around the bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty well behaved fire. Fire moves really fast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is that is pretty well behaved fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that was one issue I had with the movie was that it was it was like backdraft where the fire is a character. <laughs> it's like, Man, fuck off. The fire is the main character. It's got a personality. Yeah. yeah. It's like Jaws. It wants to do things. I feel like those the the CGI um, effects should probably be limited to blood spatter effects or you know Which somebody getting pegged in the head with something. You see like just the the faintest little spurt of blood come out before yeah. they yeah. hit the dirt. I think it's it's used well there. You don't really notice it. You're like, oh, that was pretty good. That looked pretty cool. You yeah. know, know your strengths um, and weaknesses. But when you start going a little bit bigger, the bigger. And, and like when you start replacing characters with CGI characters, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh man, that kind of looks fake. And in about ten years, that's going to look really fake. Yeah, you know? it is. It's not going to. It hold dates up. itself real quick. Well, I felt that they ramped up the um, the suspense and tension. I'm not sure which I would say more sort of worked was the the tension of. I think it was more the tension than it was the suspense. Like you knew something was going to happen. And, and some of the things were suspenseful, like, oh, is this one going to get away and, you know, crawl to safety or not? Are they going to get to the girl on time? So, but more the tension getting there was um, pretty well worked for me. Um, but you see the mundane crap that happens to get to that point. Like, Ray walks in with a can of gas and pays, goes to pay for it and also buys a red lighter. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can tell. That guy behind the counter does not care. He doesn't. Oh, yep. Yes, Is that whatever. it? The gas? Oh, no, the gas and the lighter. Oh, okay. Sure. Let me ring you up. <laughs> I get a good look at your face because yep. I'm going to have yep. to talk to the cops later <laughs> right now. Say, aren't you that guy from Identity? <laughs> right. So, yeah, there were, th- there were some things like that on the, on the way there. But um, the only real, like, exposition dump that they do on us is when uh, the girl gets away, she, which is horrifying when uh when now the 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 gallery devil makes uh jesus jesse late for picking up zoe and she's been kidnapped it's the little things yeah it's It's the little touches yeah little things like that but she does manage to escape i like the fact that she's she's smart she's determined and Uh and she's she's great she's going to do that final girl thing better than any final girl she's going to get out of that situation and um that that's a really tense moment. She mm-hmm. just gets away, loses her sneaker in the process. But uh, they cut to they don't give us a whole lot of nonsense to get there. But they just cut to the police station, and we get the exposition from the cop who's sitting there with Jesse, and he says that yeah, this guy first did this mm-hmm. when he was twelve, and he smacked someone with a rock, and they sent him away for twenty years, and then in the next however many years he was living with his parents, and then finally had to kill them. Um, well, and how was how was he out on the street? I guess I don't get that bit. They released him and he lived with his parents, but then he killed them. Did, so did they made it look like an accident? The, it's, yeah, I guess probate wouldn't wouldn't lend that uh, house to him after that. Probably because he murdered them. Well, um, I don't know that they know he murdered them. He knocked mom down the stairs and maybe he's running around out. and yeah, she fell. Yeah, this stinky tracksuit. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, so that that part was like okay, well, it's vaguely plausible in movie world, but um, I did I did like uh, we 
I have this all underlined and shit in my notes. Um, Brian and I were watching this earlier, and I said, Jesse executes the most metal scene ever. It was pretty metal. When he finishes off Ray yeah. in the yeah. fire. Oh, yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Beaten to v. death with a flying V and the fire in the background. But then the flying V breaks yeah. and then he picks it up right. and it brings it down and stabs him with yes. a broken off guitar neck. It's pretty metal. Yeah. That's pretty metal. And that's what we were leading up to, right? That's what the yeah. family the the family that we like that's relatable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're bad guys killed right. off in the most metal way possible. Yeah. yeah. What more could they ask? They would have been better if they stuffed him inside the martial amp at the end. Right. And then, and then kicked him into the fire. I don't know. Right. Like, what else can you do yeah. at this point to make it more metal? It's like, pretty good. Ride a black horse through and kick him in the face with it? I don't know. I kind of feel bad for Ray. Well, maybe he'll ride like... out of the grave on a motorbike yeah. in, the ne- in the sequel. And, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Marvel character. Uh, Ghost Rider? Ghost, Ghost Rider. Yeah. Ghost Face Ghost Rider. So, yeah, that was, um, you know, if you're going to kill off. I did I did appreciate, even though it was digital as hell, I did appreciate Ray's burning devil face. At the, uh, that was pretty good. Kind of lunging toward the yeah. camera. It's like he, yeah, Tor Johnson kind of looked a little bit like Tor Johnson on yeah. fire. Yeah. Moving yeah. towards the camera. And for you Walking Dead fans, this was the guy who played Otis. Right. So, there's that. Uh, guy in identity or uh what was the other one the really long list on imdb this guy's been in a lot of things yeah it's like oh you need kind of a creepy big guy well i specialize in guys yeah i'm creepy and big yeah and he had the weird shaky eye thing and you said you said that the actor actually has that disorder yeah it's some sort of disorder i can't remember what it's called and I butcher it if I try to remember. Shaky it. eye. Yeah, yeah. The old shaky eye. It's whatever, <laughs> whatever Latin is for shaky eye. I got restless eye syndrome. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was the other one? Constantine that he was in. Where he, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, biblical stuff. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I know kung fu. <laughs> so, Will, you saw this months ago. Yeah. Um feel like you'd be up for a rewatch on it or is it a one and done for you uh i was gonna rewatch it and i didn't get a chance to so yeah i would have rewatched it okay because it was on amazon or netflix Netflix. yeah it's on netflix yeah it's a it's a good one i watched it twice no problem um julian did you have any uh, favorite scenes uh i like the soundtrack oh yeah yeah Yeah. i like the soundtrack a lot uh like um the paintings of our stephen kasner okay who does covers for Sun, who did a lot of the soundtrack. Oh, oh okay. Um, but, That's cool. Um, yeah, that, that altered states looking goat stuff in the painting looked great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you look at the posters on, on her wall and there's yeah. a lot of good bands there. Yeah, I was noticing that a, too. A hip middle schooler. Yeah. yeah. High schooler. Yeah. yeah, yeah she, she was pretty cool. But, yeah, she, um, was, she was a cool kid. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it overall. Yeah. Yeah. He should have been a rebel and listened to nothing but marching band music. Yes, polka. Polka hated her parents. I'm listening to it ironically. <laughs> right. Yeah. She loves Weird Al and his accordion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, Brian, recommend? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was good. Who's I, it for? I liked it a lot. Not for non horror fans, no, is it? Yeah, no. I mean, they. It, I think a lot of it was. Uh, was Built around uh, tropes, but yep. the tropes were modernized. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were they were made to bring in the crowd that they know that they're shooting for. Uh-huh. They're shooting for a su- certain demographic. They got it. 
they you want, know they want to make them happy yeah i mean i i love the characters i thought they were good i yeah i mean they we didn't know too much about any one of them i would have maybe liked a little bit more yeah, a little bit know, more out of it. Get to know the mom a little better. Yeah, yeah, we don't know what she did yeah, for well, a living. First how of all, did she, how did she earn her bread? Where did she um, get the name Astrid? What does that name? Yeah, mean? it's very much about the dad, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah, she's just there to move the story along, you know. Because and uh, yeah, no, I thought it was a good movie. I thought I liked it. Wouldn't yeah. have worked as a single dad in the situation. I I kind of prefer movies where. I'll say I, I like horror movies where it's not a happy ending. Where, right. where it's not always, oh, look, they just narrowly escaped. Right. Didn't see that coming. I prefer movies where kind of, you know what, it's not it's not happy. It just leaves you thinking as you go out and you go, well, what did we learn from that? Everybody died. Right. You know? And, uh, right. This is this is very well salvaged at the very end. Right. Where, right. Where but but I, I like the characters enough to where I didn't want to see, you know, I don't want, I don't want to see that little girl. Get burnt up by the, the crazy dude in the stinky tracksuit. Yeah, it would. I think it would have worked better for me if he was going bananas and was going to try and finish her off, and maybe had something on fire, and the dad clocks him with the flying V, and he goes yeah. up in flames while the two of them narrowly escape. Oh, maybe it would have been better with that. Yeah. Because gasoline everywhere is a bad scene. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't take much to set it off once it's everywhere. So you can you can plot that in a different way to where it's like narrow escape, and please don't dive away from the fireball as it well, as it and pops sh- out the window. You know, that little girl jumped through the fire. Mm-hmm. How often do you see that in a movie? Or you know, you, you, don't, to do you don't ever see anyone jump through the fire. They're usually backing up away from the fire. You jump over it. Yeah. You know, it, look how well behaved it is. It's right there around the window. You just <laughs> jump through it and you you're done. You're it's good. It's in a perfect square around yeah. the bed. No yeah. burns. No nothing. And. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that being said, yeah, there, there's some different ways that could have been played out, but uh, but still, it was I entertained? Absolutely. Yeah, I would recommend like this the, to horror fans, not to normies, not to. I regular. recommend it to uh, Sunday church groups. Yeah. Uh, children's birthday parties. See, see, this is what I've been talking about. This is it right see? here. We the haven't been candy. We haven't been terrifying them enough lately. <laughs> no. <laughs> They've had it easy for way too long. It's time to shake them up a little. So, you know, like, play play this when they're not expecting it. You know, full volume. Yeah. At two in the morning. It's, it's full of evil music. There are certain chords that the devil uses to tempt people. The devil. It's just the G. One over and over. Yeah, it's mostly the G. Yeah. They do that in uh, The Exorcism of Emily Rose as well. She gets on the piano and plays the... The DSE array. Uh, the sinister. Just to freak notes. out the priest, yeah. yeah. There are some sinister chords. But um, so it sounds like we all liked it well enough. We were all pretty entertained by it. Uh, tropes aside, I mean, there's tropes everywhere. I mean, yeah. you, can't, you, know, you, you can't, can't avoid it. Yeah, it's kind of like to, to, yeah. playing with the tropes. And like you said, yeah. it's kind of a modern yeah. take yeah. on it. Yeah, was it doing it on purpose, I wonder? Oh, I'm, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, I'm oh, certain yeah, it yeah. was. Mm-hmm. It was playing to a demographic that they know comes to see those movies and those movies, those movies. Yes. Um, they, you know, they know who comes to see them, and that was, yeah, you know, cool dad, cool mom, yeah, cool kid. Total fantasy. M- moving to a <laughs> terrible town full yeah. of, you know. The whispering mm-hmm. devil voice is way more realistic than that family dynamic. <laughs> yeah, I kind of I would like 
some clarification on what the devil was actually saying when he was whispering. Well, yeah, maybe they maybe there is some information. Something like some, some kind of candy. Yeah, he wants candy. Can- I got it. I got <laughs> it for you. I'm the Ooh, devil. Who likes candy corn? <laughs> Ooh, nobody. No, nobody? Ooh, no? Devil get no takers. My wife loves candy corn. Yeah. When my it's fresh, it's well. all right. I, I can go with it. It's never but... fresh. Yeah. <laughs> they made a batch no. of it in the 30s yeah. along with the circus peanut. <laughs> and they've just been selling them off since then. <laughs> they, they, they filled part of the Grand Canyon, I understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they've been just Orange, shoveling it out white. since. Yeah. Yeah, it the... tastes like a banana, but it looks like a peanut. My friend Dave Johnson likes to uh, point out the, uh, uh, what are the what do they call them? They're not Mary Janes, but they're the the peanut butter chews that that come in the the black and orange wax paper wrappers. Bit of honey? No, they're well, not bit of honeys. They're yeah, they're peanut butter knuckles or something. or something. <laughs> Instant cavities. Yeah, Dave likes to uh, he likes to post pictures of them around Halloween and say. Um, give these out, expect property damage. But he's that house, and, I, and to some extent I'm that house as well, Where, but Dave does it completely, completely over the top. He gives out beers to the adults and full-size candy bars to the kids. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, he's got, like, strobe lights and skeletons and everything on the porch, and he's in full costume. Oh, sure, but I give out cigarettes one year, and I get the cops <laughs> on my ass. <laughs> give out cigarettes one well, year. full one. packs. Let me go over this one more no, time. No, they full were packs Lucy's. Are Lucy's are illegal. I, that's what they told me. Yeah. Can you tax stamp a Lucy? No. No, All right, I can't. Let's be clear. Gotta keep on for Newport. And Newports. kids were complaining because they were getting broken in the bottom of their buckets. Right, so, so give bastards. them. Smoke some, them. Yeah. Smoke them if you got them. Swisher sweets. You kids like sweets? Here, have a swisher. There you go. Tipperillo won't hurt your dental work. You're good to go, kid. Uh, get out of here. <laughs> so, um, we covered it pretty well, I think. It's a, it's a recommend. And if you got Netflix, you you don't have to go out and spend money. Or... Just point your face at it and let it go. Right. <laughs> That's a good one. It's like, worth pointing your face at. Yeah. Point. Point your yeah. face at this and fill your eye holes, kids. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. All right, well, that about it for this time? I think so. Awesome. It's pretty warm in here. We should... Yeah, let's get out of here. It's, it's, it was uh, warm here in Denver. So, kids, thanks for listening, and stay off the moors.